Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I am very excited to have another episode in this mini series that we're going on, which is Lore Townie or any other form of anything in the Sims type of podcast. I literally screwed that up because I couldn't think of a third thing. That's where my brain's at, kiddos. <laughs> I'm so excited to have uh, Disney Sims. Uh, my name is Gons and Nard back here today. So thank you, you guys, for so much for coming here today. Absolutely. I'm excited to learn more about spellcasters. My limited knowledge is pretty limited that I know they're in a realm of magic. That's as limited as it gets. I think we that's got... where most people are. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm ready to get some knowledge. But before we dive in, let's do a quick round of introductions. And Disney, you go first. Hello, my name is Court, a.k.a. The Disney Sims, a.k.a. Townie Tales, and I love The Sims, and I'm an OG, and cannot wait to talk about spellcasters. Uh, yeah. I love that. Hey. And, congra and congratulations on one year of Townie Tales. <laughs> Thank you. How does it feel? Oh, it feels great. I'm uh, four seasons in now. Um, and yeah, I absolutely love townies, love talking anything lore and love being on podcast with my best friends. But more importantly, the lore guru, Mr. Gons over here, he <laughs> knows all of his things. I cannot wait to talk about this. Well, I, I think that's no better introduction, my friend. <laughs> Welcome back and congratulations on making it to the EA Creator Network today. How'd that feel? Thank you so much. Oh, it was so exciting. It was like an un like a welcome surprise. I it was something that I didn't expect that I was I thought I'd maybe hear back in a couple of months or something like that. But it was so it was so exciting. Um uh, I'm 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 mostly uh just <laughs> secretly excited to play expansions before they come out mostly but no no, <laughs> no I, 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 honestly it's 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 exciting um I, i'm really looking forward to it yeah you know i think one of the the things about not being in in the in the network that that for a content creator has been tough is that when stuff comes out you have to like make something instantly. Like every time that there's a trailer or a pack that comes out, I'm like there in the morning and I'm like writing something up really quickly because I need to get it out there by the time everyone else does. You know yeah. what I mean? So being able to actually like plan that behind and 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 work with EA to, to really put that together, I think is going to be just so, so great for me. So I'm honestly, it's, it's the best. Amazing. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you Why so you tell us a little about yourself before I move on to Nard? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as it's been said a million times on, my name is Gons. And that's actually my brand, which I always thought was weird. My my official like name is my name is Gons, despite the fact that I get called Gons all the time. But uh, I prefer that. Uh, but yeah, I am a content creator and streamer. Uh, I deal with exclusively The Sims. Um, you can find me everywhere uh, as my name is Gons. Uh, I'm a big lore enthusiast, uh, as we've talked about before. Um, I love storytelling in every capacity whether whether it's bios or lore from the sims 2 or 3 or e even the sims 4 which i think is is chock full of lore as we're going to talk about today uh, i just i love stories i love them so much i think that's why i resonate with with townie tales so much because i love drama i love tea like so much i i, I just uh, in spanish in spanish there's a phrase called chisme right? C-H-I-S-M-E, which basically means gossip. So here in Miami, you'll often see people be like, oh, give me the chisme, you know? And it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just great. Amazing. Well, I cannot wait to dive into the lore of spellcasters. Absolutely. 
last but certainly not least fighting for most times on this podcast nard villain <laughs> coming in hot hey. coming in strong coming in strong how are you my friend feel like a long time oh, feel like a long time yeah it's been a long I mean, time <laughs> trying to take that ring you know i'm trying to be the number one most uh person on the podcast so i'm, I'm coming i'm coming for that title He's trying to be sure. the number one guy in the friend group. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, Disney knows exactly what that was. Nobody else yeah. knew, but anyone who watches VPR knows exactly what that comment was. Which we, ha- I'm very excited for VPR to come. That's a different podcast. Nard, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little about yourself? All righty. Um, Sims Four content creator, OG Simmer. Love the OG Sims. And I think it's because I used to grow up playing with G.I. Joes. That was my thing. G.I. Joes, wrestling figures, and I would <laughs> always create little stories with my G.I. Joes and my wrestling figures. So when The Sims came out, it kind of reminded me of that So, because I'm huge into storytelling too. So any opportunity that I have to create a story it, within a game, then I'm, that's going to be a game that I tend to lean to. So that's what it all started. You know, I started at the OG, played a little bit of Sims 2. Sims 3 didn't work for me. Then I jumped to Sims 4 because, well, Sims 3 didn't work for me because the computer that I had at the time, it didn't play Sims 3. So then I jumped to Sims 4 and then fell in love with it because it was, for me, it was kind of like, oh, I can create all these awesome stories, all that good stuff with the gameplay, you know, have a few babies here, you know, a few baby mamas in one little (laughs) household and I can kill a couple of them in this one, (laughs) have a little dungeon in the back, you know, in the basement. And so for, and, and, you know, then all of a sudden, long story short, all of a sudden the pandemic happened and I lost a lot of my creative outlets. Like, you know, I'm big into hospitality and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll just show the world, you know, what I'm capable of doing in the Sims community or the Sims world. And, and that's how it all started. So I, I like to make people laugh. I like to, you know, just, you know, make people laugh. I like to, you know, create little funny stories and stuff like that. And it seems to stick and, I like to share my knowledge too with The Sims 4. I mean, I'm not a big lore king or anything, but I know how to cheat and I know how to uh, I know how to find those little secrets about the game. So, so I like to share that and stuff like that. But anyway, that's what I do: Sim skits and all that good stuff. Amazing. Let's let's dive in, kiddos. Let's learn about spellcasters. Take it away, my friends. <laughs> All right. Yes. So uh, I think before we can really have a conversation about what, you know, the lore of the spellcasters, let's actually talk about what a spellcaster is, right? There's been a lot of debate over uh, what is a spellcaster? Are they like a wizard? <laughs> are they like a, a like a like a witch? Like what 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 exactly are they? Right. Well, um, the Sims has historically had the concept of spellcraft throughout the Sims, right? Sims 1, Sims 2, Sims 3, that's what we've all had it. Making magic is probably like the greatest Sims expansion ever made, right? Like it was just fantastic all around. Um, but uh, in, in The Sims 4, of course, we have um, we have the spellcasters who reside in Glimmerbrook, Glimmerbrook, right? And there's no denying, I think, and we can all agree that in The Sims 4, uh, the primary influence of uh, spellcasters as a whole is the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. I think that's pretty yeah. straightforward. That that's that's what they're going with, right? Glimmerbrook is very much very like English uh, countryside. Uh, the magic realm itself uh, is very much reminiscent of Hogwarts and Diagon Alley, where you shop and buy things, right? That was their whole thing. Um, what I think really surprises me when I first uh, heard about. Um, 
the magic realm was that it's destroyed, right? And I think that's something that um, a lot of people see. In fact, they mentioned it in the trailer that the that the magic realm is destroyed and that there are three sages who are keeping it together, right? But that's all they ever give you, <laughs> They like right then and there. They don't give you why it's destroyed or what happened or anything like that. Just that it is, that it, it seems to be like there's a vortex in the middle that's kind of sucking everything up, right? And we're introduced to three sages, right? Um, the names, of course, of them being Morgan Ember, right? Um, uh, they are the, the blonde one with like the red coat. But I'm not sure if you all know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're they're a fashion statement. I love them. Uh, then you, yeah. of course, you have Elphaba, who is a reference to Elphaba from Wicked, right? Um, she's a very interesting design. Like apropos of nothing, she's extraordinarily interesting uh, of a design feature there. And then, of course, you have Simeon uh, Silver um, Silver Sweater. Sweater, yeah, which is a weird name, <laughs> but but that that's of interest. But yeah, they're the three sages, and they're each corresponded to uh, a different um, magic. Uh, discipline within the sims right and i think that's very important to to note is that uh within the the sims the the magic concept it, it's three schools right you have the untamed you have the mischief and then you have the practical right um the mischief goes without saying right mischief is like playing jokes and being naughty and and bothering people you know just generally just using it as like a prankster magic. Um, the practical, of course, is like fixing things or, or creating thin, things out of thin air. Um, but it's the un, like the untamed that is kind of going to be the, the basis of, of the lore conversation that we're going to have, right? Because the untamed magic is where you have a lot of the destructive magic, right? This is the magic that you can actually fight with, battle with. You're able to to set fires and and do like a bunch of very interesting things with it that I think uh, really kind of sort of stand out, right? Um, when when I've made my first, uh, when I made my very first spellcaster, I remember I wanted to make like a Dumbledore-esque kind of character. And I, I think I ended up at the end of all things making the most obnoxious like prankster I can think of just because it was so fun to like mess with people with magic. And I just, I, I, any idea I had about being a serious like player just went out the window the moment that I was first uh, playing with it. You know what I mean? Um, what, what were your experiences with making spellcasters? Actually? Yeah. So what uh, I wanted to mention was I would like to actually tie this into Harry Potter again. Oh, so three different um, uh, houses of magic there. What do you think their corresponding Hogwarts house would be? I've given this a lot of thought. Uh, sure. I want to go first, okay? okay so um, I personally think that untamed magic is like a combination of Slytherin and Gryffindor house. Sure. Sure. I think, um, uh, sorry, mischief magic is... Mm -hmm. Or like the Ravenclaw plus yeah. Slytherin. I feel yeah. like Slytherin is kind of divided amongst both, which I think is fitting because Slytherin is kind of a combination of Gryffindor mm -hmm. and Ravenclaw because they're like brave, but like cunning, witty. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Anyway, Absolutely. and then I think practical magic is straight up Hufflepuff. And yeah, that's no, my I agree. I, I think I agree 100%. I'm, I'm with you like almost exactly, exactly there. 
uh, e- even I think even the characters that act as the sages very much are are um, evident of that. You know, um, Mor- Morgan is Morgan is very like very sort of prissy, kind of like very pompous. You know what I mean? Uh, and Elphaba is is very kind of like you could just tell that she, there's a lot going on in her in her mind as, as she's walking around. Uh, she's yeah. also very sly, you know, so. Absolutely. I see that. 100%. I think that's one of her traits. It's evil, either evil or mean. It's I think, no, it's mean. It's it's not yes. evil. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah. What I also loved about Morgan was Morgan. So uh, first sim to have they, them pronouns, correct? Yes. And yes. Morgan um, has uh, dresses in masculine attire, but has a uh, femme uh, body. And it was the first uh, time that they had done that in the sims which i really enjoyed that as well so yeah absolutely yeah. yeah they i think i think morgan was created before they had introduced the concept of non-binary into the sims i believe yeah so that that's why that's why they had uh they had a, a very sort of distinct edit within uh kaz right uh yeah. so it was it was it was a it was a point of conversation for 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 sure for sure. It's actually because a separate conversation, but it's actually because of the Sims that I've been like, every time I research an NPC, I go into Kaz to actually look at like their pronouns and everything, because I've, I've learned that they, they're actually very, very specific and detailed about that when you actually edit characters, which I think is fantastic. Love it. Now, what house do you think you would be in? <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I see myself being very much in like the practical school of magic. That's how, that's where I see myself. I'm a very practical individual. <laughs> I'm not mischief. I don't do mischief things. I know that. I know that's what you're thinking. Why? I know that's what you're thinking. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a mischief. That, that's 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 Nard right there. Nard is yeah, mischievous. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. <laughs> where does uh, which um, magic? Which one will um, being able to like create like duplicates of food and stuff? Which which part of the magic? Will practical. Like, practical. Want, pra- that's practical. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want that one too, though. I gotta have that one. <laughs> that would be convenient. Oh my god, never have to cook yeah. ever again. Just remake the same thing over and over again. What about you, Stasi? Oh, untamed. Untamed. With, without a, <laughs> you can't tame me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what house I'm in. I think I'm. I think I'm a uh, mischief still, personally. I think. I think so. I think that that yeah. tracks for you. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. um yeah, I, I, so uh, going back to it, ha, have you with your experience with spellcasters, what were what would you kind of like your favorite characters that you made? Just like quick little, I'm curious if you made spellcasters before, how you played with them. Me? Yeah, Any, yeah, or anybody? anybody. Okay, anybody. Um, <laughs> when I first started making Rose Chronicles, before I made it as, as a story, they were all spellcasters because okay. I didn't know that's what CC was at that time. So that's <laughs> what magic was. Um, I I really much enjoyed it. Um, I really liked like the duels and stuff and like getting to like their their levels up and becoming like a higher spellcaster. Sure. I I found that really fun that's as far as i got and then i got introduced to cc and then that completely changed my life got it got it got it it. makes sense um with with disney sims i have um my pocahontas has um mischief magic because pocahontas translates to mischief 
mischievous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's um, lined up to be Elphaba's uh, next sage in line mm-hmm. in that story. Um, and then Grace and Tomex Colette are also, they're in a thruple together. Um, <laughs> and they're all set to be the next sages in my story because in uh, my story, they all retire similarly to how uh, Morgan, um, Elphaba, and uh, Simeon were, uh, they have their successors mm-hmm. to other people that we'll talk about later, I'm sure. For sure, for sure. And I, I have a, I have one legacy family. They're currently in Gen 6 right now, oh, wow. and they are all spellcasters. But the only thing about it is I can't get them past the whole uh, potion thing where they're making the whatever it is, and that big, yeah, yeah. The big one. Yeah. And then uh, I also have one of, I think the father is able to do the duplicates of food and stuff. So I was able to get him nice. to finally do that. And then I have two kids that are in high school. One mm-hmm. actually has the bloodline where oh. he was able to inherit the, the trait, but then his brother he doesn't he's not able to do the spell casting stuff so so i guess he didn't get the the trait or whatnot so so that's pretty much gotcha. all i got to tell you <laughs> the, the spell i'm all about the werewolves but you know we'll, we'll so, talk about that on another. so i that was the purpose of my question nard and thank you so much for 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 getting on there i think we're about to have a conversation about the lore of spellcasters, and and by the end of this particular episode we are going to come to the realization that spellcasters are the genesis of all occult simps, with the exception of aliens, okay? Um, And that's gonna be a very kind of uh, interesting thing that we're gonna talk about, okay? So, in order for us to understand, (laughs) in order for us to understand spellcasters, we really need to go back, 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 okay? Uh, when you play uh, in the werewolf uh, expansion, right, in, in Moonwood Mills, uh, you learn about the ancient Mesopotamians, And I always mess that up, right? Uh, but basically, it is an ancient civilization, uh, very much uh, based on like the Aztecs, right, the Central America Aztecs, um, where they had two very clear um, sort of beliefs. The first one, of course, was the breeding and raising of cow plants, right? Now that's that's a weird thing. I always thought that that was interesting, but that was one of their aspects. And the second one was their uh, reverence of wolves, right? So the ancient Mesopotamians used to um, uh, venerate their their wolf companions, and they also used to think that the moon, whenever it would like cast itself, it was like filling everybody with energy. Right. So they built these whole civilizations on these two foundations. Okay. Now, many, many decades later, right, we had the emergence of spell casters within the Sims universe. Right. They all congregated within Glimmerbrook, where they could safely practice their magic um, outside of prying eyes. All right. And this is actually why in the Glimmerbrook world, you have individuals who actually live there, and then the magic realm is like a separate aspect of it, right? Where Glimmerbrook is kind of like the front face of them, that if someone was to visit, they would just see it as a, a quirky little town. And then, of course, the real magic uh, bastion would be within the magic realm. And, of course, you can only access the magic realm one of two different ways, right? Either the portal in Glimmerbrook or uh, teleporting directly there as a, as a spellcaster, right? 
Um, and that is effectively really where we learn about the spellcasters and where and where it kind of stops right at the base game, right? As we mentioned earlier, we learn that Glimmerbrook has a portal to the magic realm. The magic realm is destroyed. And you can join one of the three houses of magic where a sage is taking care of everything. Uh, and it is through their power that they're able to keep the magic realm in place, right? But there is actually, if you dive into the stories within the vampire expansion, the werewolf expansion, and the spellcaster expansion, you actually start to put together a story as to how the magic realm came to be and what exactly is the 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 lore genesis of all of these uh life stages occults of the sims right so to get into that um early on in spellcaster uh lore right the magic realm wasn't what it is today it was a full realm land where they were able to to practice and fully engulf themselves in knowledge and and the mastery of magic okay um, and they were so committed to learning about magic that they would often find themselves not taking care of their basic needs, like eating and sleeping and taking care of their families, right? So in an effort to combat that, they came up with the most ingenious idea I had ever thought to think of, which was, let's learn how to create clones of ourselves, Right. So these ancient spellcasters began to create clones in the hopes that they would be able to keep focusing on their on their studies of magic. And then these clones would be able to go off and just do whatever it is that they wanted to do. Right. Um, unfortunately, uh, they failed to realize that their clones, too, would need things like food and water and sleep and everything like that. Right. Uh, so it ended up creating much more of an annoyance to them. Right. So they started to think, well, how can we take these clones and make it so that they don't need food or sustenance the way we would, right? And when they did that, they started feeding these clones potions and other magical items in the hopes of making them different, be, to sustain themselves differently, right? Uh, unfortunately, this had unintended side, uh, side effects as these things usually do. And we ended up with these uh, creatures who ended up turning on the spellcasters. So the clones of these individuals started to turn and attack the spellcasters. And when these clones drank the blood of the spellcasters, they became what we know today as vampires. And that is where vampires come into play in The Sims 4. Vampires are spellcasters. They are just these morphed beings. So somewhere out there, probably not alive anymore, was a spellcaster who looked a lot like Vlad, who wasn't Vlad, Being right? Vlad, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so that that's the thing. So someone that looked like Vlad created a Vlad, and then Vlad became a vampire and just did what he had to do, right? And if and if we tell ourselves, if we know that Vlad is the daddy of all vampires, I can't believe I said daddy, but there you go. Uh, <laughs> then, <laughs> okay, if he's the daddy of all vampires, then that means that Vlad was one of these clones that rebelled against the spellcasters to become what he is today, right? That's what we know, right? Now, it unfortunately doesn't end there. 
once these clones actually rebelled against uh, the spellcasters, they felt slighted. They felt betrayed by their former masters to turn them into the, the things that they are today. So they actually created an offensive called Operation Eternal Flame. And you can find references to Operation Eternal Flame throughout books, both in the magic realm and also in, in the uh, the vampire pack, as well as the werewolf one, actually, um, where you learn that these vampires built a, a literal front, an army, to fight against the spellcasters. And we got what ended up being a generations-long war of vampire versus spellcasters working to be the one who ended up winning this conflict, right? Um, and that is where we have the spellcasters now in a situation because vampires are eternal uh, beings of, of pure power, right? Uh, and spellcasters, they're powerful too, but they weren't able to keep up, right? So they realized that in order to to um, win in this battle, they needed to find another source of power. And that's when the spellcasters decided to look once again to our old ancient Mesopotamian friends for power, right? So they all traveled to uh, Moonwood Mill. At the time, I'm sure it wasn't called Moonwood Mill, right? It was probably called something completely different of which we don't know, right? Uh, and they started to learn about this ancient civilization. And as they were going through this ancient civilization, they were trying to find records, some kind of information of how this ancient civilization drew its power. And from there, we learned two things, as I mentioned earlier. First and foremost, they had the breeding and mastery of cow plants. And then, of course, we had those who believed in the reverence of the wolves. So some Spell, uh, spellcasters decided, you know what, we're going to focus on this cow plant thing and we're going to start just breeding cow plants and trying to do the best of them. And those became known as moo casters. That's a real thing. I'm not even lying. That's <laughs> this is very serious things. Please don't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty funny. All right. Funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, and and then of course you had a separate uh group uh within the spellcasters who instead decided to focus on the reverence of wolves and the affection of the moon. These, of course, became known as moon casters. You see, you get it, moon casters, yeah. moo casters, right? They're very similar, right? Mm -hmm. Sims loves to play with words for some reason. But anyway, <laughs> um, so. We had uh, an offset here, and these two worked together, right? You had one group who was who was learning everything they could about the power of the moon and the power of wolves. And these spellcasters even went so far as to have like wolf familiars. As you know, spellcasters can have familiars, and they chose, of course, to have wolves, right? And then you had the spellcasters, the moo casters, who had their, their cow plants. And together, they actually pushed on the vampires with these new powers, and they were actually able to start making um, traction against them. They were actually winning this long war but then something happened that they didn't expect right um during a particular offensive a cow plant accidentally killed one of the leaders of the mooncasters uh her name is actually referenced in the story itself her name is Gina Kai right uh she was accidentally killed and when that happened the mooncasters and the mooncasters turned on one another right um they're, they're, they're sort of, they, they became like almost a civil war within the spellcasters. Um, 
with the uh, the vampires kind of benefiting from that because the vampires saw like a civil war brewing within the spellcasters. They're and sitting they back just, chilling, huh? Ex- exactly. They were just <laughs> like, let them just destroy themselves. Let them take care of everything, right? Um, but it ended up it ended up causing a strife, right? So what ended up happening is that we now have a three-way war, right? This is, thing is escalating every moment. We have the vampires versus the moo casters versus the moon casters, right? Uh, and no one knew which one was going to win out. So the moon casters realized that they needed to do more, okay? Um, we actually know the names of some of these uh, moon casters, right? Uh, they're actually mentioned heavily in the lore. Uh, we have Maria Volkov, right? Uh, she is actually the mother of uh, another one of the Volkovs that I forget right now, which I kind of hate myself for forgetting. Christopher. Um, Christopher Volkov, who is actually the leader of the Moonwood Collective, I want to say. Christopher Volkov. Volkov. Yeah, I think it's Volkov. I'm not sure. But I, I could be wrong. Uh, and then we had, of course, uh, uh, Yanya, uh, Yina, Yina Kai, who unfortunately was is deceased. And then we had probably the most famous ones, which was Gregorius and Alvina Lovnik. Okay, um, we actually know Gregorius. Uh, everyone kind of knows him as Greg Great. in Moodwood Mill. Uh, he is actually one of the ancient leaders of the uh, of the uh, Mooncasters, right? Uh, and his story is extremely sad. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that, I think, in just a minute. Um, but suffice to say that they knew that in order for them to turn the tide of war for them, they needed to find another so- source of power, right? Um, so the leaders went up to uh, the Howling Point in Moonwood Mill, and they decided to cast a powerful, uh, untamed magic spell in an effort to harness the power of the uh moon right this ensuing uh spell was so prominent that it shook moonwood mill it infused the nearby lake with lunar energy and it turned the moon casters into werewolves and thus mm. werewolves were born into the sims timeline right um, which I think is incredible. Again, this, these are just little things that never get talked about. That's <laughs> that crazy. Just... So the spellcasters yeah. is basically mm-hmm. responsible for vampires in 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 the werewolves. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's crazy. Yep. And they're all they're all super related to each other, and it actually explains why they seem to dislike one another so much. Mm-hmm. Right? They their their lore is really a sort of uh, intertwined. Right. Also, to tie in uh, aliens as well. Mm-hmm. A part of me is curious if uh, Keisha and Elphaba are like part alien of some kind, just with their look. Um, also, I know aliens aren't, uh, you know, aren't spellcasters, but like there has to be some sort of ties there because Avalina was uh, uh, crucial in discovering Sixum. Yes, so that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, a hundred, a hundred percent. I think that there's uh, undiscovered lore there. With their yeah. connection to 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 aliens, I think. Um, unfortunately, nothing like official, but I, I think that you can tie those you can tie those points really, really easily. I think, yeah. right? Well, so this untethered magic that they cast didn't end just in Moonwood Mill, right? Uh, unfortunately, it went so far as to cause such a rift that it rippled through Moonwood Mill, rippled through Glimmerbrook, and ripped into the magic realm. 
And it was inside of the magic realm that this spell broke the magic realm into pieces and the magic realm was quickly uh, going to perish, right? So that answers another question. Why is the magic realm in pieces? But because of the moon casters who cast this uh, spell. This also explains why the spell casters have a particular distaste for werewolves because they destroyed their home. Right. If those moon casters, man. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying, right? Uh, so three very prominent spellcasters at the time that this occurred. Um, as uh, as uh, Disney had mentioned, we have uh, Ethan Ray's, Keisha Hughes, and Tess Dyer, um, who they actually used their power of magic to try to contain this blast from destroying the magic realm. And in doing so, they were actually able to stop and um, quell the actual explosion. But they can't stop it forever. I think that's the important thing to remember. They are literally holding it at bay. And if there aren't one of them to put it, keep it going, the whole thing will just explode. Like it'll just continue its destruction and fade away. So those three spellcasters were named the sages which were they were responsible for keeping the magic realm together time passed of course and they needed to pass on the throne or if you will of of responsibility to their next individuals and that's where we got simeon morgan and alphaba to take over right um so i think a lot of a lot of people and and again this is why i asked about spellcasters that a lot of people often go oh well, i made a sims character because i want to be able to be like the next sage so like i'm the mentor of alphaba <laughs> exactly right uh and and they don't they might not know what actually that responsibility really means as far as the story is concerned because you are holding this entire like mini dimension in place as the sage of either mischief practical or anything like that right yeah <laughs> so yeah um they that's kind of the the general root of it and and i think that's why when we had this conversation um i felt like this was a very interesting topic because the spell casters are the the genesis of everything now we can go deeper uh, in in future episodes about werewolves and vampires, but everything spins off from this, right? Um, this one moment, the the Operation Eternal Flame, uh, all of it kind of keeps going. And and as we know, unfortunately, at the end of Operation Eternal Flame, spellcasters were effectively the winners, right? The vampires kind of dwindled away to Forgotten Hollow and uh, the, the werewolves kind of became infighting between themselves, um, which unfortunately is is their main storyline, which we can talk about. And then the spellcasters just reti- retreated into the, uh, the magic realm to just kind of keep themselves going. So it was, it's, 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 it's a kind of a, a bittersweet, uh, bittersweet story. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I feel like we should save the Mooncaster like in going into who they are for another podcast because yeah, I feel like sure. we can talk about them and vampires mm-hmm. as their own thing. Yeah. But I would love to get into the characters of Glimmerbrook. So mm-hmm. there's, uh, yeah, different, uh, the uh, Tomex and Grace and Nasty would be mm-hmm. awesome to talk about. And then the Charm family is really cool as family. well. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. So, yeah, uh, there's, I believe, three distinct neighborhoods with or sorry, three distinct families in 
um, Glimmerbrook, right? We have the the Charm family, right? Um, and and then we also have, in fact, I'm pulling it up because I want to make sure that we have some information about that. Two. Hmm. I thought there was only two. What's the third one? There's a Charm Are family. You, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. No. Yeah, you're trying to separate. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was. Yes. Okay. So we have the Charm family, and then we have have the amicable acolytes, right? Um. So yeah, the 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 charm the charm family is one of those families that have apparently been creating spellcasters like dignified, prominent spellcasters for generations, right? They're kind of like the Malfoys of of uh, of uh, this world, right? Where they're just generating all these uh, individuals, right? Um, and it's a family of high expectations, right? Uh, Minerva, of course, being like the matriarch of that family, expects a whole lot of her children, right? Um, they and and the children themselves, they want to be powerful, they want to be respected, they they want to uh, gain prominence, and can they live up to mommy's ideals, right? That's and my I said mommy and daddy today, and I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is a. Uh... P, uh, 18 and up crowd so you're good 100% <laughs> there are no yeah. children here <laughs> <laughs> right um and and i think and i think the 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 interesting thing about it right um is that uh in the charm family you have emilia ernest right uh and that's a very interesting play on words because ernest means like someone who's very affable or trying to be like you know, sincere and liked or whatever. And that's kind of at the root of her character. Like she she just wants to be like accepted into this this very prominent family. Right. Uh she's also just adorable. Yes. <laughs> she's got the yeah. she's got the yeah. Karen haircut. <laughs> I, I would love to know uh what it was like when she first joined the school because apparently mm -hmm. uh Tomax and Daryl were both fighting over her. Mm -hmm. So yep. yeah, interesting oh, know who, how that uh, turned out well I mean we know how it turned out she ended up getting engaged to Daryl and Gemma is awesome I love Gemma I feel like she's like an alphaba in the making <laughs> yeah so there's there's actually um there's actually indications that um the the individuals in Glimmerbrook were actually um sort of like the prodigies of the existing um sages right um, and which who they are really kind of depends on how how you uh, how you observe it, right? Uh, but but really, that's that's kind of what like what what it's assumed, right? Um, so who do you think's taking over then, in your opinion? So honestly, it's Daryl. What? Yeah, he's he's new, he's ascended, but he's he's the promising duelist. Okay. <laughs> why do you disagree? Disney tell me. does not agree with you. I'm just tell throwing me, tell that. Me out there. Tell me why. Give me give tell me why. I think Grace. Why Grace? I I don't know. I feel like she's like a Morgan Ember in in, in the making. Because she's prominent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe there's three, and then it would be Amelia, Daryl, and and maybe Grace. But mm. I don't. I don't. What about Tomax? I don't know. Tomax doesn't seem to really be doing much. Yeah, but the two of them, like all three of them, are still very much learning. So you can't really yeah. say for sure. They're trying to become mm -hmm. adept spellcasters. They're still at the beginning of their, of their, yeah. uh, of their run. You know. Yeah. Uh, I I just I think I think when I see Daryl, I I think I I, why I think that they they could be a sage, is because 
um, number one, and I know this is silly, uh, but uh, Amelia is actually acquainted with with Morgan, right? Uh, yeah. So so I, I'm to me I'm like, you know, hey, there's some like, you know, PR involved here. You know, maybe maybe they they know they know a person or two, you know. Um. In uh, in my townie tales, I have them all divvied up into different mm -hmm. houses. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, Daryl and Gemma are in mischief with mm -hmm. Elphaba. I have Grace and Amelia in uh, Untamed Magic, and then I have uh, Tomex in Practical. Okay, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you know what I noticed too in my mm -hmm. legacy, my seventh gen. I think the charm family is in there, obviously in their like fifth mm -hmm. or sixth gen, and they married into my villain family. And oh, wow. so that's why I have spellcasters now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I Me see, not realizing that charm family are is actually legit, like, you know, pre-made characters or whatever. So Oh really? Yeah, so it yeah, just kind so. of bled in there. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Charm. Okay, cool. All right. I'll go with it. Yeah. So Gotcha. I also yeah. feel like their last name plays homage to like the TV show Charmed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that I thought that that was that was cute. Um, there's actually also um, did you know that there was some drama in in regards to spellcasters when when it first came out? No, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah. So so uh the um the existing uh sages right um. As I mentioned earlier, just to reiterate it, uh, they were called uh, Morgan, Alphaba, and Simeon, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but the game's artwork and the game's kind of like, like you know, when it was coming out, uh, it actually featured uh, the other three, Ethan Ray's, Keisha, and Tess Dyer, right? They were yeah. actually the ones in like the marketing material, right? So when that came out, people were like, what? What happened? Right. So it was very confusing. And you can get them on the gallery now, but that that's why there was that kind of inconsistency there. Uh, and and also uh, Tess Dyer. Right. If you take a look at her model and I really suggest that you all do if you haven't seen her, she's very interesting looking. And, and what yeah. I mean by that is that she's very like gothy, like she has like full like tattoos and everything like she, she she's a vibe. Right. Yeah. Um, But what's interesting is that she actually had a separate name that was confirmed by the Sims. And then they just changed it without telling anybody. Like what was her, it gonna her, be? yeah, I think it was supposed to be uh, a Nazi or something like that. Let me, let me pull it up. Oh, right which here. tracks they probably then changed it to be Grace's last name instead. Yes. Um, yes. Because they're paying homage. I can't remember what Anasi means, but it's paying homage to something. I've read about it before. Oh no, no. So, so I, I was wrong. So, so, so Twitter after the, after the, the trailer, right. The the Sims Twitter said her name is Aine. So A with the umlaut I N E was her name. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, right? Um and yeah, and and then they just changed it to Tess Dyer, right? So like the 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 entire community was kind of like, why did you change it? Like what's going on? Was this like a faux pas? Did you misspeak? Like where did this name come from? And and to this day, they haven't really explained it. They haven't. Um, something else that's interesting. So Keisha Hughes uh is no longer a spellcaster. When you look at her, she's actually been turned back into yes. a human. So she decided not 
to live this life anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Dang. Yeah, they 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 gave it up. They gave it yeah. up. I don't know why you would, but you did. Yeah, but you did. <laughs> what you think of that, Stoss? Hell no. It's I grew crazy, up having right? magic powers all the time. There's no way you're going to be like, man, I'm going to go back to washing dishes. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can, you can imagine that like the weight of responsibility, right? Like I, yeah. I, I, I would love to have superpowers and use magic, but I think I would be burdened by how many people I could help at any given time that I wouldn't just be able to be like selfish about it. You know what I mean? that's like priority numero uno <laughs> when, when i when i was when i was in uh when i was in college uh my college actually had a quidditch team and no no disrespect but that was just the weirdest thing to watch man like it was just was it weird being the captain <laughs> <laughs> They would just run around with brooms, and I used to sit there like, "Oh, bless your heart, man." <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Jealous? You didn't make the team? No, I didn't exactly. <laughs> you didn't try. You didn't, you didn't try yeah. hard enough. Yeah, That's I didn't try hard enough. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I could never be a bludger. Unfortunately. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, you know, I I think the 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 general like. The heart of of spellcasters, I believe, is I feel like they could have done a better job at putting this story in front of people. Mm -hmm. And I think they would have gotten a much better reception. Right. Um, Obviously, spellcasting was great from a practical sense, like being able to do duels or cast magic and all these different things. But they didn't really flesh out the world and this story as best they could. Right. Um, and I think that that may, that again, it's a continued conversation. I think, I think this is going to be like the, my main point throughout all these episodes is that the Sims 4 has lore. It's just not put together well enough for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's well, just bad lore, daddy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Now you're an EA network creator. Maybe exactly. Listen to you exactly. Now. I need to contact them and be like, please, I can <laughs> <Yeah>. help. <laughs> I can help. Exactly. No, but but honestly, um, it it could they could have they could have made it more prominent. They could have made it more, um, you know, just available. Um, I think that there would there would be an argument that, oh, you know, if you want the lore, you need to go looking for it or whatever. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like that's a little bit of a cop out. Like, I don't think everyone's going to go and like read every little book that's there and like pull everything out you know what i mean but being able to like like there, there's so many statues in the magic realm just have one be click and and say examine and then a little thing pops up that tells you everything you need to know and then you're like all right great awesome that makes total sense thank you and you can just move on you know what i mean like i think that that's kind of what what they're what they're what they're missing here you know what i mean um and i don't know it's it, to me it's 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 incredibly it's incredibly interesting um there's so much to go there and and what happens to the magic realm right like what what becomes of them like what 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 would your playthrough be like right would you let the would you let the sages just lose and have the magic realm be destroyed or do you try to keep it going no matter what like that it, that's kind of at the heart of it like what 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 would you do to keep it going right so that's the fun of it I'm straight up thanosing everything 
<laughs> just <Thanos. restarting> it. <laughs> just rebooting the whole situation. Got it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but um, I also I also felt like Glimmer Brook was a little disappointing as well. Like it, yeah. it was very yes. small, small yeah. world. Yeah. I felt like they didn't really put any effort into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pub like, trash. No offense to whoever built that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was very it was very limiting. There weren't a whole lot of lots. Um, the market area is beautiful, right? Like yes. the little like place where you can go and like the bar is there or the pub or whatever. Yeah. That's oh, wonderful. and walking down to the yeah. portal is yeah. gorgeous, especially. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I've used that so many times in scenes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 wonderful, but they could have expanded it a little bit more. I think I think if you reach release a whole new world and you've got a whole two households. Mm, you didn't try hard enough yeah. for you 20 know? bucks at that yeah too. yeah, yeah, yeah. On, exactly you, you you could have just done like a little bit a little yeah. bit more honestly kind of like separate conversation but like i i i hope that they do more with like the townies and, and expand on them uh moving forward so yeah also what like i felt like they could have done a better job on the realm of magic lot too like i always go in there and like uh you know, like enable free build, and then I go <laughs> build an actual realm of magic that I want to use. And like, you, I basically yeah. I make Hogwarts again. Exactly. Like make exactly. Yeah. You you would be yeah. You'd be surprised how many people don't know that there's like three different places you can go because it has yeah. that portal mechanic that no one really knows about. So you like zone into like the main little like plant like the little like school, and then like oh this is nice. Buy and then you just leave. Yeah, because you, yeah. <laughs> you don't see the rest of it, you know. Yeah. So they could have been a little better with that. I like the perk yeah. system, though. I think I'll yeah. give Max's or Sims in general credit on behalf of like their occult perk systems, especially mm-hmm. with Rims. I felt like it was really cool being able to mold your own spellcaster how you kind of like want it based on the perk system. I thought they did great on that, and also with the werewolves and. uh What's the other one I'm missing? Um, vampires. Yeah, um, I think that, um, again, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that spellcasters, you can actually become one in the game, right? Like, you yes. actually have to go to a sage yeah. and you can, like, <laughs> like outside of create a sim or whatever, right? So I believe mm-hmm. that that... I mean, it's it's kind of like a little silly fetch quest, like collect a couple of moats and then come back, and then you'll be a spellcaster. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a little yeah. it's a little it's a little simple, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it it the the freedom to do with it, I think, was great. Um, I think like all the occults, um, making it kind of like tedious of like oh, just like sit there and cast spells, and that's how you can level up to to cast magic. I think that's that's a little bit of a cop out cuz I you know that that's what everyone did to level up their their skills. It's like I'm just going to sit here and practice magic as often as I can. I'm just going to sit there and use magic. Like I would have liked them to to make it a little bit more interactive. Like if you want to level up your magic, then go read books or go, you know, do this or do that or whatever, right? I think I think that would have been a little bit more fun. They kind of do that with vampires though, right? Yes. Where you have to read yes. the the book mm-hmm. and all that, but yes. You know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I wonder why so. they didn't do that with uh with magic just to make it a little bit more exciting. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Question. <laughs> and twenty dollars down the drain, man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Getting a little passionate about it. Uh, absolutely. 
I respect unless, it. Unless you get it from Instant Gaming. Use, <laughs> use, use my affiliate link. Huh? <laughs> use my affiliate link. Sorry, this ain't my podcast. My bad. My bad, Stassi. My bad. My bad. It's, I allow it. It's fine. Delete, delete that part. Just, just mute me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, that was Moment good. of awkwardness. <laughs> Um, I was to say I love the uh, interactions between uh, vampires and uh, werewolves, or sorry, mooncasters and spellcasters. Like the supernatural brawl is funny to see. Th- yeah. The different yeah. um, animations for dueling is really good as well. It it makes me so angry that they basically confirm in the lore that there's such a thing as a werewolf spellcaster, and then they don't let you be one. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like I, I know that there, there's CC out there that they've actually implemented mooncasters. Yeah. If you Google like mm-hmm. mooncaster CC, you'll actually see it. But like that would have been such an awesome win to be able to be like a werewolf. And then if like you do like a yeah. special thing, you can unlock becoming a spellcaster also. That would have been yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Oh my God, I would have loved that. Do you know, and I, I probably not a lot on the subject, if there's any... um lore that ties in spellcasters having relationships with mermaids at all that's it's a very yeah it's a very good question um in my process i've never really encountered anything about it um thus far the the lore around mermaids has really stayed in sulani as far as i've seen right um, so I, unfortunately, it hasn't really uh, expanded much about it. I'm gonna look into it now, though. Now I'm now I'm just curious how far that that rabbit hole goes, or All that right. fish hole goes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Tulani on another day. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for, sure. Cool. for sure. Awesome. But now y'all know. Now y'all know everything there is to know about spellcasters. Yeah. <laughs> next time, next time you make a character, yeah. <laughs> Motivate me to go back into one of my uh, save files and continue on with the spellcaster legacy that I got going on right now. Did, did you know? Did you know this? This? This little? Uh, uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, but there's a little Easter egg in uh, Forgotten Hollow where a spellcaster can actually destroy the statue of Vlad, right? Using untamed magic, uh, and that's actually and that's actually a little Easter egg. Like at the center of the Forgotten Hollow, there's a Vlad statue. Uh, and if you actually go there with a spellcaster, you'll see the ability to use incinerate or whatever um, to destroy Vlad's statue. And it's and it's just a callback to that ancient struggle between them. So it's actually pretty cool. Y'all leave Vlad alone, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, Daddy Vlad, he's he's our daddy. He's I let him. I let him in. I let him in every single time. Every single time nice. I let him into my house. As you should. As yes. you should. <laughs> he's just thirsty. He's just yeah. Thirsty. He's just he's just he's just come to say hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh goodness, poor vampires. Oh, I can't wait to talk vampires on the next one because mm. it's so interesting. Who turned who? And yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, yeah. That was to say, go ahead. No, 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 please. I was to say, well, I think this is a perfect place to wrap up this podcast <laughs> and get us excited for the next one, which will be vampires. I want to thank you all for coming here today. Thank you, uh, Gons, for showing us like and teaching us about spellcasters. It is, of course, 
I literally, I am the girl that makes mac and cheese in the cauldron. Okay. <laughs> so like, I am like the least qualified person to ever talk about spellcasting. Yeah. So thank you for coming here and sharing. Pouring back hurts from carrying these podcasts. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Hey, you're going to be strong after this. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be hella strong carrying us. Right? Well, collect- that rides, you yeah, I've, I've collected all this information for so long. So being able to like share it, um, in, in in this forum i think is is uh fantastic right and and more so it's great to be able to just talk about it than having to like make interesting content out of it like actual like images and everything like that's hard <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. so being able to just kind of <laughs> <laughs> like you just work for ea like no wonder they sell you like you're exactly. just like a ready to go like <laughs> look us out with those discount codes man yeah, there you go that's yeah. what's gonna happen yep yep <laughs> yeah you are a great friend to have i am yeah. not gonna post pictures on our instagram group chat about expansions that's ridiculous i'm not going to do that that's crazy never. no never, never. <laughs> <laughs> Mute that part out, yeah, <laughs> as go uh as his legal representative he may or may not there is no proof <laughs> well thank you guys so much for coming here today and thank you so much for sharing your knowledge of spellcasters why don't we do a quick round of where we can find you and the man of the hour you tell us where can we find you gods <laughs> of course yeah uh, you can find me on tiktok youtube twitch and instagram at my name is gods i love it disney baby girl where can we find you uh, mostly on Instagram at the Disney Sims and Towny Tales, but I'm kind of on TikTok and threads too. <laughs> Disney Sims, if you wanted to download my Disney princesses. Oh, for sure. I love that. And Nard, I didn't say this earlier. Congratulations on hitting 200,000 on TikTok. Oh, that is such a high achievement. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, aka X, YouTube, Reddit, OnlyFans, um, and what else? Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Reddit, MySpace, ICQ, and AIM. Oh, Only Sims. I'm also Only Sims. Only Sims. All thing, yeah, all things uh Nard villain, and then Instagram is Nard Sims. I love you it. Can see his made costume, guys. Um, <laughs> Oh boy. Only only Sims. <laughs> I'm yeah. out in uh my Sam Mashuno. <laughs> Just kidding. Well if you had any sponsors, and I I'm so sorry. So I was, I That's okay. Time, this is right? this is a sponsor free one. It's fine. Um <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> just invoice me the money you lost. Uh, just invoice me the money you lost this one. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna change this right here to just say brand risk right here. Just yeah, so. exactly. Just blur it out. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming here. Please go check out everybody. The links are gonna be below. If you like this podcast, please consider liking and subscribing. Um, please go follow me on Instagram. I just hit 10k, which is a big a huge accomplishment. It's something I've been working for for almost three years now. So excited. Uh, please stay tuned uh, to my Instagram page uh, that's for the podcast as I have a special project coming out uh, in about a week from now. So please stay tuned to that. Um, and go check out The Reaper. I play Amy. 
please go check out Davenport. I also play Amy. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, if you like, if you like youth novels and you're like, I have no time on my hands, what do I do with my life? Go check out the Rose Chronicles. It is my Sims graphic novel. We are 140 chapters in, and we will have more chapters back next year. So in the meantime, this is a great time to catch up. And I think this is everything. Yes, because I'm trying to think of the things I can plug. But this is coming out Sunday. And it's a little far out before Sunday before I can start plugging more things. But please go check out everybody on this call and love you all and have a great rest of your night. Bye, everyone. Bye.